Welcome to the Relatable Finance Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joseph Carl and Shane Phillips. Welcome to today's episode of Relatable Finance. We have a lot going on in the world today. Recent escalation of conflict between Russia and Ukraine, a world recovering from a global pandemic, decades high inflation, the Fed raising interest rates, and not to mention a midterm election later this year, and as things look at the moment, the Democrats will likely lose the majority in Congress. Given all the magnitude of these variables, it can be challenging to try and make decisions and to know what kind of landscape we might be dealing with. While we don't have all the answers, we can start with some clues and try to point us in the right direction. And before we begin, we want to remind everyone that this episode is brought to you by Provenance Wealth Advisors, a wealth management firm located here in sunny South Florida. So as Joe mentioned, we have lots going on so far this year from both a political, geopolitical, and investment landscape. And even though the election is months away, we wanted to get the conversation started as discussion on the election will continue to heat up as we get closer. While a lot is likely to change between now and when we enter the voting booths, the more information is the better in our opinion, and we'll be having updates as we get closer to that day. So to begin, it's difficult to try and predict what may happen with the Russia-Ukraine situation. As things exist at the moment, it appears that Russia is not making much progress and additional sanctions have been coming from the United States and Europe on Russia. This appears to be a longer lasting issue that many would have hoped. And this situation further complicates the inflation dynamic we've seen and the decision-making for the Fed. While inflation was expected by many to cool within the past and moving forward, the Russia-Ukraine conflict put significant pressure on many natural resources, which in turn has increased prices in those areas. Europe depends a great deal on Russia for its energy needs, and OPEC, which is a group of oil-producing nations, have refused to budge on increasing its output in an effort to keep supply low and oil revenues high. And given the degree to which the global economy depends on these natural resources to fuel the economy, this has broad-ranging implications for prices throughout the economy. The Fed has announced on multiple occasions they expect to raise interest rates multiple times this year in an effort to cool the economy, but they also don't want to raise rates too much, which could put us into recession. This will come essentially after they have pulled out all the stops to and try to avoid a severe recession during the pandemic not too long ago. But on the other hand, the economy appears relatively strong. The unemployment picture remains solid, wages are growing, and U.S. household finances are in a very strong position. What we can glean from the current situation is that it is likely that the Democrats will lose their slim majority in Congress. In 2022, a total of 469 congressional seats are up for grabs. Of those, 34 in the Senate, and all 345 seats in the House are up for grabs also. And given the degree of these uncertainties, particularly with military conflict abroad and prices going up, those factors typically do not bode well for whichever party is in power. So what does this mean for politics, policy, and markets going forward? Assuming that this is the case and Democrats understand they're indeed facing an uphill battle, they're likely to try and push through some policy initiatives by the end of the year. However, as we have seen really since the beginning of the new Congress, outside of some of the initial proposals that were passed in support of the economy during the pandemic and some of the recent passes of proposals for, to support Ukraine during the conflict, it's been really difficult for Democrats to pass anything. As such, we would expect the Democrats to try and move forward with some proposals before the end of the year, but in a watered down version of what we would have expected at the beginning of the year. Likely some sort of infrastructure proposal and some support for clean energy. 
which weirdly enough is one area where the conflict between Russia and Ukraine could actually help. At the end of the day, a move toward greener energy is a direction all of the world needs to make. And by increasing the amount of power generated from clean energy, the less leverage Russia has on aspects of the global economy. And what does all of this mean for markets? Given the uncertainty around Russia, Ukraine, inflation, the Fed, and the outcome of the midterm election, we would expect that, all else being equal, for markets to be volatile or choppy throughout the middle of this year, but then start to strengthen towards the end of the year as we start to get some clarity on a number of these issues. So as we head towards the end of the year, we should have a better idea on where inflation is headed, what action the Fed decides to make, hopefully closer to some sort of resolution on Ukraine, but also more clarity on the midterm election. As Joe mentioned, history suggests that markets tend to perform better in the closing months of a midterm election year, and also tend to perform better when a government is split. Given the number of uncertainties, it's difficult to predict with precision where a number of factors could be headed in the near term. Rising inflation and Fed raising interest rates typically does not bode well for markets, and the current conflict between Russia and Ukraine muddy this picture. While the Fed raising rates does present headwinds, they have clearly communicated their intentions, allowing markets to, to digest what they expect to raise in rates. While it's difficult to make exact predictions in some areas, what is likely to happen is that Democrats are likely to lose their slim majority in Congress, shifting the political landscape for the remaining two years of the Biden administration. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Relatable Finance. If you have any questions, please email us at podcast at prodwealth.com or check out our website, RelatablefinancePodcast.com. Provenance Wealth Advisors is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services, Inc. Securities are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Provenance Wealth Advisors and Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Any opinions are those of Relatable Finance Podcast and PWA, and not necessarily those of Raymond James. The information contained in this report does not purport to be a complete description of the securities, markets, or developments referred to in this material. There is no assurance that any of the trends mentioned will continue or forecasts will occur. The information has been obtained from sources considered to be reliable, but Raymond James does not guarantee that the foregoing material is accurate or complete. Any information is not a complete summary or statement of all available data necessary for making an investment decision does not constitute a recommendation. Investment involves risk and you may incur a profit or loss regardless of strategy selected. Diversification and asset allocation do not ensure a profit or protect against a loss. Investing involves risk and investors may incur a profit or loss. Raymond James does not provide tax or legal services. Please discuss these matters with the appropriate professional. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Future investment performance cannot be guaranteed, and investment yields will fluctuate with market conditions. Any examples given in the podcast are for illustration purposes only. Actual investor results will vary.